The way you address people and the way you talk to them can make or break your relationships with them. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, José Mota, and today I want to share a story from a few months back. I was working with someone and we shared a common supervisor. This colleague of mine expressed his frustration because of an experience he had with this supervisor. If memory serves me right, this colleague was asked to elaborate an opinion on a matter that seemed important at the time. My colleague was a user experience designer and he was very adamant of his position to empower the users and make them enjoy a good experience. His personality was very passionate and fiery, and he expressed his opinion in the same passionate tone. The supervisor's response was not so delicate. In fact, the supervisor replied back, saying that he was not so pleased with the way that he talked to him, and he advised my colleague to not speak to him in that tone ever again. My colleague was very upset, of course, and he felt misunderstood because all he wanted was to make the message across that users are very important and whatever decisions we made should support that statement. As a designer myself, I totally understand his point of view. He wanted to be honest about his ambition to provide good user experience. I totally get that. However, I don't feel like that's a good justification to make your point across so bluntly. Your colleagues around you and supervisors are users as well, and it's your job to convey your message and shape it in the way that the user understands, whether it's your colleague, your client, or your supervisor. Anyone, really. I've had similar experiences with other companies before. I was very adamant of my opinion and I took them for granted as the ultimate response for success. Building digital products is all about establishing solid communication channels, and that includes collaborating with your team as well. You're there to establish a channel between them and your team and your stakeholders. Whenever there are deferring opinions, it is important to establish the sense of compromise. The same way you believe your opinions are very important the same goes for every other colleague of yours, every single user, every single client that uses your product. Stakeholders have their opinions as well. Each one has their own little bubble in which they believe they are king. So you'll need to accept and understand the idea that your opinion is not going to be sufficient to meet everyone's needs and demands. Everyone's opinion counts. Getting used to the idea of priorities in your opinions and your decisions is very important. Your beliefs are not atomic. They are aggregations of little beliefs. And each little belief has a priority. It's your job to establish what those priorities are and how you can accommodate other people's beliefs into your own. Part of your success as a professional involves separating those little beliefs as best as you can and accepting the fact that they're going to be changed because of other people's beliefs. Remember that despite you having a strong opinion about things, doesn't mean that they're going to be led across. Maybe you're not the decision maker at your company. Maybe you're just a collaborator at an entry level. And the only way you will get your point across and be considered as valuable is to allow decision makers to face the weight of their decisions. That is why they're responsible in the first place. 
they learned their way up to the top, and the decisions that they made along the way, I'm pretty sure they were not always right. It is your job to communicate your intentions very clearly and as with little bias as possible. Being effective in your communication requires objectivity. For example, let's say you're in a meeting with 10 other people. There's a decision maker in there, and he is responsible for listening to all other nine people, including you. If you address a situation with clarity and objectivity, you will earn trust from everybody because you're not weighing in your personal bias and you will gain their respect as well as you would like to hear from other people without their own biases too because they're not important to the situation at hand. Another example is when you have a one-on-one -on -one situation with a colleague or a supervisor that needs to clarify something. Maybe there's been a mistake or something and you know the supervisor needs to tell you about it if you struggle to understand what the person was trying to say and you let your bias kick in, you will create barriers between you and this other person. When in fact, the only thing that this person wants from you is for you to listen and to comply next time. If you accept the fact that whatever the other person has to say will be of benefit to you and if your ultimate goal is to get in terms with this other person or the company, then your communication barriers will be gone and the relationships that you'll nurture with these other people will be a lot stronger. Because the same way you'll be able to listen to what other people have to say, the same goes back to them. You'll be able to speak your mind when you have to and they'll be able to listen back. Thanks for listening. I'll see you in the next one.